everyone, and welcome to the Dr. Linda Mintel Show. I'm your host, Dr. Linda Mintel, the relationship doctor, and I'm here along with my co-host, Chris Weigel, where every weekend we are here and we're doing life together, and we're really glad that you've joined us. You know, Dr. Linda, we came in today to the studio. The control room is a buzz. It's a buzz. It's crazy, isn't it? It's like the holidays in there. It's like lights everywhere and people talking and doing all kinds of fun stuff. Way too busy. We're not hearing any Christmas music, though, in the background. Oh, wait, we're on radio. (laughs) That's right. That's right. (laughs) I listened to it Mm -hmm. all the way back from Maine. We have this rule in our family. I don't know if you have this rule, but we cannot listen to Christmas music until after Thanksgiving. Same. We do, too. You do? Do not listen to Christmas music I don't like that rule. The way things are these days, (laughs) you'll have to set the rule for no Christmas music before or after Halloween. That far back? That far back, Well, yes. I actually saw Christmas decorations up right. in the Halloween direction. Right. That is a little bit too much. It's, there's not even a chill in the air unless right. you live in the North Pole or something, I guess. <laughs> well, listen, there's a lot more than just the music going on here. I mean, I have my tree up already. Have you done your tree? No, no. Th- that's the right away. I have to have that up right after Thanksgiving. My neighbors had it up November 14th. Wow. I thought that was too early. Definitely too <laughs> Just say it to my neighbors. <laughs> Love you, but <laughs> tree is too early. Let's talk a little bit about holiday food oh. and the joys and the woes of eating. Can we do that? Plenty of food. Go Did around. you have a lot? Yes. Thanksgiving was terrible. I mean, it was great. Yes, Food great. was wonderful. Yes. I didn't go back for seconds, except for the stuffing. It was the only mm-hmm. thing I went back for seconds. But by the time we got to that dessert table, there was so much stuff on there. Right. I've heard that a lot of folks will make their Thanksgiving desserts early in the month and enjoy them because when Thanksgiving dinner rolls around, you're too full for dessert. If I did that, then I would have to have the dessert also at Thanksgiving. (laughs) But now (laughs) here's what I like to do. I took a piece of cherry slicer. It's a little bit like cherry pie, but it's got frosting on the top. It's a little different, a little thinner Mm -hmm. than cherry pie. It's one of my favorite things, and my sister-in-law always makes it. I took a piece, and I hit it, and I put my name on it. (laughs) I said, no one eats this tonight. I want this in the morning because I love having leftover pie with coffee for breakfast. Oh, wow. Did you write on the pie with a Sharpie? (laughs) We actually did have Sharpies, and I had my name underneath it. (laughs) I said, do not eat this. And they were teasing me all night long. They were going to hide it and do something to it. So when you put your name on there, you can have your pie and and eat it, too. Eat it, too. All these tempting foods, they're everywhere. We know they are. And what really gets me, especially when I used to work in a hospital, Mm -hmm. we would get these massive food baskets. In fact, my husband had from a client last year a food basket. It was so big, he had to have a dolly to take it off. And when he brought it home, I was like, we're going to be eating on this for two years. Wow. It was crazy. He must have done some really good work with these people. He did some really good work, but it was huge. It had everything in it that you'd possibly want. All of that food is enough to send even the most controlled eater into an eating frenzy. And speaking of eating frenzies, Chris, we've got someone who comments on that. I definitely eat more than I uh, do other times of the year. I enjoy holiday food and cookies and parties, so I'm not exactly sure that I avoid that weight gain during the holiday season. She and I are very much alike during the holidays. Just eat. Sap that it comes with a price. Yes, definitely. And so there we go. We're just throwing caution to the wind and saying mm-hmm. it's fabulous and it's wonderful, but those extra pounds are something that we all dread and we fear, which is why we're doing the show today, right? That's right. So the big question is, can I get through the holiday eating season without putting on the 5 to 10 pounds that everybody talks about? Here's my thing. Forget about a white Christmas. 
And actually, I don't want a white Christmas. <laughs> I'm over that. Grew up in the north. <laughs> don't want a white Christmas. But I'm hoping for a light Christmas. Ah, light Christmas. <laughs> a light Christmas. <laughs> I'm dreaming of a light Christmas. It doesn't have the same effect. <laughs> well, we want to help you prevent all of those extra pounds. Today, we're talking about holiday eating and weight gain. Dr. Linda, you're an expert on food issues, so let's dig in. It is so hard to lose weight at this time of the year, and it's hard even to keep from gaining weight any time of the year, but especially now, I would say, because with all the food around that we've been talking about Mm -hmm. and having it everywhere at parties, at offices, and then the extra stuff that gets sent to you in the mail and just everywhere you go. There's even free samples everywhere. You notice that? Mm -hmm. I went into a specialty store, and they had all these things you could sample. By the Uh time I left, I was like, who needs lunch? Who needs lunch? Right, exactly. (laughs) That's right. And I've got the most incredible aunts who bake. They could open up pie shops. Mm. I mean, that's why the pies are so difficult for me, because they literally could open up a pie shop and have incredible sales because they just do that better than anyone. You know, seeing all that food is a cue to eat. And that's one of the things we have to think about when we see it. We have a tendency to eat it. It definitely is a cue to eat. And as you know, we go out onto the streets each week and to get comments from listeners. And this week we asked what they do during the holidays to prevent holiday weight gain. Listen to this. I use the holidays as an exception, so I don't really worry about the things that I intake because it's special and I enjoy it more that way. Okay. <laughs> so some people don't even try to restrain themselves. Well, at Is least that they're okay? honest. Well, at yeah. least they're honest. They're like, I'm not even trying. So the rest of us are pretending like we're trying, but right. we're not. No, there's a price with that. So mm-hmm. we really have to think about if that's a good strategy or not. I've heard the average person gains five to 10 pounds during the holidays. Is that true? It's not true. So researchers at the National Institute of Health conducted a study, and they found that most people tend to gain 1.05 pounds during the holiday eating season. Here's the caveat here. I knew that was coming. Even though the gain is less than we all think it probably would have been, the weight's harder to lose. Right. So we need to make sure we're paying attention to what we eat from Thanksgiving to New Year. Help us deal with all of the food we see, cook, or is basically given to us. We're going to get into all of that, and we're going to talk about the strategies that we're going to help you prevent weight gain. Even though that one pound is there, the problem with that is that it tends to stay on, and then we gain during the winter anyway because we're more sedentary. Wait, just in case you think I don't listen to your advice, Dr. Linda, because I do. You think I would think that? Yes. (laughs) I do. (laughs) Let me take a guess. Okay. I am willing to bet my favorite eggnog that drinking water staying by the veggie tray and getting weighed every day are on your list as helpful hints. Wow. That's impressive. Mm-hmm. Have you been reading my blogs? <laughs> yes. Of course <laughs> okay, I have. Okay. Well, listen, I think you're learning. That's right. Today on the program, we're talking about the best way to prevent weight gain during the holidays. We've got plenty more coming up. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Threats of war, racial tension, divorce, natural disasters. If you are like me, sometimes I just have to turn off the news and remind myself that there is actually good in our world. It's so easy to listen to all the bad news and become worried. Worried about the future, about the Middle East, crime, finances, health, family problems, and, you know, so it goes. But Scripture tells us to take those worried thoughts captive to be anxious about nothing. That is one of the reasons I wrote Letting Go of Worry. I didn't want worry to grip so many of us 
and cause us to lose our peace. So the next time you hear bad news, remind yourself to take those anxious thoughts captive. If you need help doing so, letting go of worry is a good resource and will walk you through the steps to living in peace and contentment. Letting Go of Worry by Dr. Linda Mintel, available on her website, drlindamintel.com and online. Did you know you have a conflict style? Everybody does. Are you a conflict avoider? Maybe you don't avoid, but instead react intensely. Or perhaps you are a great negotiator. Dr. Linda Mental offers a free conflict quiz when you visit her website, www.drlindahelps.com. Click on the picture of her latest book, We Need to Talk. Then have a friend or your partner take the quiz, too, and see if you can navigate conflict successfully. To take the conflict style quiz, click on the cover of Dr. Linda's latest book at drlindahelps.com. So you don't tweet and you don't post? No problem. Check out the relationship doctor, Dr. Linda Mental, on myfaithradio.com. Well, welcome back to the Dr. Linda Mental Show. Chris, you tipped my hand at the end of the last segment mm-hmm. with those three easy ways to get control of holiday eating when you said that. Do you remember what you said? Uh, it was water. Water. Vegetables. Vegetables. And watch the scales. And watch the scales. They Good. Se- they seem obvious to me, but I know you've probably got more. Let's talk about that vegetable one a little bit more. Mm. The idea here is that you want to stay close to the vegetable tray (laughs) at a party. Now, we were laughing about this because during the break I asked you honestly, do you stay close to the vegetable tray? Well, I stay close to the vegetable tray and the pie tray and (laughs) the ham tray. (laughs) I'm always aware of where it is. Right. If I get the munchies and I'm seeing a lot of stuff, I actually do migrate over to that part and make sure I'm eating carrots or something just to have the crunch and to be eating. Right. So that is a good idea. And the problem is, though, that there's not always that locale thing on the table. The other suggestion then is to bring something locale so Mm -hmm. that you know it's going to be there. Right. So that you can at least look at the table and go, oh, wait, there's one healthy option at least one somewhere (laughs) (laughs) but you might have to be the one to bring it right definitely i know you would at my parties because i haven't seen too many of those real locale options yeah you have to look hard for those yeah now you suggest to pace yourself don't get in a hurry to eat everything at once yeah and this is a really important point because you cannot give in to everything that's around you or Mm -hmm. you're really going to gain that (laughs) 1.05 pounds although i'm really thinking that it's higher than that but that's what the research says here's the thing in my book press pause before you eat. I have this thing called the pause principle. Mm -hmm. So it's pause, P-A-U-S-E. You know how you pause. You get the remote out, you click the button on the TV, and everything stops, right? right? Mm -hmm. If people can remember what the pause stands for, this is a really helpful thing to think about when you're dealing with any kind of food issue. First of all, you want to think about what does the P stand for? It stands for pause. So that's easy. You have to first stop. The idea is just stop the action, whatever you're doing. Second, the A stands for awareness. Am I just eating mindlessly? Am I eating just because it's there? Am I eating because I'm really, really hungry? Am I eating because I just like the variety of the food that's out there? Whatever's going on, Mm -hmm. am I eating because I'm upset? Am I eating because I'm depressed right now? Or uncomfortable. Or uncomfortable. You may end up at a party that you know very few people. Yeah, and mm-hmm. a lot of holiday parties are like that, yes. where it's maybe office parties and strained relationships and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Get aware of why you're eating. And then understand the why. You're aware, oh wait, I'm eating, I'm not hungry, but why am I doing this right now? And I think that's the step that most people skip. Mm-hmm. I don't know, I'm just eating, it's there. 
But it's not, oh, I'm feeling tense at this moment, or I have a little bit of social anxiety at this party, and so I'm going to stand over here by the food and just keep crunching. So get the Y. So that's the U. The S stands for have a strategy. We just gave you one strategy. Hang out by the carrots. (laughs) (laughs) Hang out by the carrots. That would be the strategy on that one. And then the E is execute. So you have to Mm -hmm. do it. So it's pause, get aware, understand why you're eating, have a strategy, and execute. Before we move on to a few more of these, which one of those is the hardest, in your opinion? I just think the part where people have to understand why they're eating, Mm. that's the part that everybody skips. We can be aware that we're really not hungry at the moment, and then having a different strategy. If you wait until you're at the party, or you're in front of the goodies, or you're sitting down at that big family meal, Mm -hmm. and you don't have another strategy, you're just going to eat. Right. So you have to think ahead of time, what am I going to do instead of eating all that food? And one of the issues is you can just take a bite. So there's all this research that shows that the first two bites of something give you all the fullness and all the satisfaction of that food. If you could just take two bites of a dessert Mm -hmm. and not eat the rest of it and push your plate aside, you would have all the satisfaction. You can push your plate aside because there is always someone who says, are you going to eat the rest (laughs) of that? that. (laughs) I've tried to get better at that. I really have. I've tried to take Mm -hmm. a bite and eat it really slowly, really enjoy it, be very mindful of the bite, Mm -hmm. and then maybe one more, and then try to assess, am I full? Did I really enjoy that? Yes, I did, and push it aside. I've gotten a lot better at practicing that. Wow. Now, what is deprivation mode? A lot of times at the holidays, people decide, I'm not going to eat all day, (laughs) so I could just go for it at night. Right. Have you got any idea why that strategy doesn't work? No. The problem Mm -hmm. with that is that we tend to binge and overeat, because when you don't eat all day, then you're just so hungry that you tend to eat more than you would if you had a small snack. So what I would say is have a small breakfast, have a small lunch, maybe eat a small snack in between, and then use your calories maybe for that evening meal. Right. But what we want to avoid always with eating issues is one extreme or the other. We have a little saying in therapy where we say, what you resist will persist. And so if you're trying to resist it and you're saying to yourself, I can't have it, I can't have it, I can't. The mind does funny things. When you say, I'm not going to eat it, the mind wants it even more. I have experienced that firsthand. There's a little mm-hmm. interesting study where they had some people watch a movie with polar bears in it. And they put one group and they said, just watch the movie. They didn't say anything. The other group, they said, watch the movie, but don't focus on the white polar bears. When they assessed the people, which group do you think focused more on the polar bears? The ones who were told not to. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> this is why so many people fail with diets. They keep saying, I can't have that. I can't have that. Oh, that's a bad food. If you change that and you say, I can have that, I'm going to have it in moderation, or I'm just going to have a few bites, but I can have it, you actually will do better with the food than if you try that deprivation idea. Right. Now, you mentioned exercise, and it doesn't work. You have to stay active and exercise. Exercise is really, really important, Mm -hmm. but exercise doesn't make you lose weight. Now, is that depressing? Yes. If you don't exercise, 
you're going to probably put on a little bit of weight because you do expend calories when you exercise. But the problem is that if you just exercise thinking you're losing weight, it's not going to happen. I don't want people thinking that if they're exercising, that's what's going to take care of the difference. Mm-hmm. Exercise is good to keep you feeling healthy, to keep the body in good condition. It helps our mood. It does a whole lot of things. But typically, it isn't a big weight loss thing. What is a good tip for not going to a party hungry? Yeah, that's a really good idea is mm-hmm. what can you do before the party? The best thing for me is if I eat a small apple. Because then it takes the edge off the hunger, and I'm not just looking at everything and going, i got to have that. Right, yeah. <laughs> I want that. It takes the edge off your hunger. That's the strategy behind that. Mm-hmm. Of course, we party during the holidays to be with people. We do. Not the food, necessarily. Well, that is where we need to shift our focus. If you're so focused on the food when you're around it, like at all the big meals and the holiday get-togethers and the office stuff, if you're looking at the food constantly and you're focusing on the eating, you're going to eat more. But if you start focusing on the people and get involved in good conversations, start asking people about their lives, what's going on, what their plans are for the holidays, that actually is a good prevention strategy. And just staying away from tempting snacks. It would be, Mm -hmm. but they're there. That's the problem. They're always there during the holidays. I mean, they're just there more than most times. And here's another tip. Put leftover food away and out of sight. Mm -hmm. When I was working with people that needed to lose a lot of weight, I would always tell them, wrap it in foil. Because if you see it, you're going to eat it. Right. And then put it in your freezer or put it somewhere. But what do we mostly do? I'll tell but you what I do. It goes bad. It's on the counter. I'll walk by. I'll take the knife and I'll just take an inch. Yeah. Then I'll walk by an hour later and I'll take another <laughs> inch. If it's there, we typically well, eat you're, it. You're pacing yourself. Though. I know. I am pacing myself. But <laughs> after a while, that one piece starts getting bigger and bigger right. and bigger. And you mentioned snacks a second ago. And uh-huh. I just want to say, if you don't buy the tempting snack. Mm-hmm. then you're not going to have it in your house. True. Because then I'm going to be not tempted to eat it. And let's listen to one other idea about how to prevent overeating during the holidays or do we need to prevent overeating during the holidays? So what I try to do over the holidays to avoid weight gain is try to minimize what comes into the home because I know that if it comes into the home, I'll eat it. And so I try to also incorporate some healthier things <laughs> into our family meals. And that's been very helpful for me. I think she was reading our mind. Oh, no doubt. Yeah. And <laughs> she she's said right. exactly what we said. If it's there, you will eat it. You will. If you can see it. Yes. Yeah, you will. We've got some more. We're, gonna, we're getting ready to go to a break here. We've mm-hmm. got some more. One is to always be cognizant of the long-term consequences of your eating. It feels good for the moment, and this is a strategy for Americans. Mm-hmm. We always tend to do what feels good at the moment and not think at the long term, but we're right. going to help people do that. Well, today's show, we're talking about how to prevent weight gain during the holidays. This is the Dr. Linda Mitchell Show. Stick around. We'll be right back. Conflict is a part of every healthy relationship. How you deal with conflict is what will either grow or destroy relationships. Do you avoid? Maybe you become highly emotional and then regret what you said or did. Getting control of our emotions is not always easy, but it is possible. Hi, this is Dr. Linda Mintel, and I wrote the book, We Need to Talk, in order to help all of us deal better with conflict. We Need to Talk, available at bookstores and online where books are sold. Mother and daughter relationships are powerful, and they impact all our other relationships. Think about it. The way you react with your mom, 
typically is the way you might react with other people. Yet this important bond can be filled with tension when both women try to find their own voice and develop a sense of self. So working through the mother-daughter relationship can be a challenge, but it is so worth the effort. Hi, I'm Dr. Linda Mintel, and I would love to help you navigate this important relationship and strengthen it to the best it can be. That's why I wrote, I Love My Mother, But, a book to strengthen the mother-daughter relationship. We all love our mothers, but sometimes we need a little help working through our differences. I Love My Mother, But, available on my website, drlindamintel.com, or online where books are sold. To check out Dr. Linda's books on weight control, Lose It for Life, Press Pause Before You Eat, Breaking Free from Compulsive Overeating, and Raising Healthy Kids, go to drlindamental.com. Well, you're listening to the Dr. Linda Mental Show, and today we're talking about how to prevent holiday weight gain. Oh, it's a tough issue. It is, but we've already established it's not as bad as we think. We don't gain as much as we thought. No, we've talked about that too. Yeah, we do want to talk a little bit about some of the environmental cues. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean by that? Oh yeah, it smells like Christmas. It does, Mm -hmm. and when you have a certain scent, like Mm -hmm. the cinnamon scent, which is very common this time of the year, it does cue you to want to eat. That's real science. That's not just in your imagination. Mm -hmm. But there's a lot of other ones like that. For instance. Did you know that the tempo of music makes you eat less or eat more? Makes you eat less or more. Depending on the tempo. So which tempo do you think would make you eat more? I have heard that restaurants will play up tempo of music to get you in and get you out. Yeah. But you also eat more when the music is up tempo. I see. Yeah. And then lighting also has something to Mm -hmm. do with that. When the lights are dimmer and there's a slower pace that's slowing you down. Fast food restaurants, it's bright, it's big. They want you to eat fast, eat a lot, have you revved up with the music and all of that. Well, you know, you can get more food on a party plate. It's the size of a trash can (laughs) lid sometimes. (laughs) So here's an easy tip. When you're putting out the holiday food, use Mm -hmm. really small plates because it looks like you're eating more than you are. That is actually a mind trick. And it's interesting when you look at the studies on this, Chris, because what happens is even when people know that, Mm -hmm. they still eat less when it's on a smaller plate. Same with a glass. If you have a taller, thin glass versus a short, thick glass, you drink less. Our mind plays tricks on these things. And the other thing with the plates is that if you leave food out as you're eating like bones and stuff, like if you're eating chicken wings and you leave Mm -hmm. the bones out, you're going to eat less than if you put the bones away. So much of the mind is involved when you eat. It is. And then the other point I want to make is that if you blow it, Mm-hmm. And I did feel like I did blow it a little bit on Thanksgiving. I have to be mm-hmm. honest. I felt like I was overly full when I got off the table, even right. though I really did not <laughs> think I was eating that much. There was just so much. I think yeah. that's the issue. Don't go crazy with that. So what happens is a lot of people say, well, I blew it. I might as well continue to eat. What's right. the point? Right. Well, the point is that that's the wrong approach, that instead say, okay, I blew it, but I can get back in control and Mm. I can cut back on the next few meals. Right. You know, we've talked a lot about the mental issues with overeating during the holidays. I would think there are some spiritual issues involved as well. There are some. Let's talk first of all about a need. One of the things that I think about often is that sometimes we're eating during the holidays because Mm. we're hungry emotionally, but we're also hungry spiritually. So think about all the people that are walking around and are feeling like there's no meaning to the holiday. There's no purpose, even though there's 
tremendous purpose in the holiday. This is when Jesus was born. This was the gift that God gave to us that radically changed us in the world. Mm -hmm. So there is tremendous meaning this time. But if you don't know about Jesus, and there's so many attempts in our culture to make it sound like it's all about Santa and gifts and other things, that the meaning and the void that people sometimes feel gets filtered towards food instead of towards God. So one of the solutions to that is to begin to develop that relationship. If you're listening and you go, well, I don't know about this Jesus thing and I don't know about God, I would suggest that you really look into this, get with someone who does understand that stuff, get a Bible, start reading, read the Christmas story right. and see what it's about. An emptiness with God is a huge hole. Yes, it is. But folks do go into the holidays having lost someone. Yeah. Would that cause overeating? Yeah, it can. Well? It can be one of those emotional triggers. And what I'm suggesting is that you don't turn to the food. You turn to that relationship with God right. because he's going to be the ultimate fulfilling in your life. And he's going to fill you up with his peace, with his contentment, with good things. He's going to remind you of who you are. He's going to fill those sad places with his joy. You can pray for self-control at a time like this. Well, it's interesting that one of the fruit of the Spirit is mm-hmm. self-control. And a lot of times what we're talking about is feeling tempted. Right. The food is there. It's all around us. And it's very tempting to eat that. And one of the things that we talk about a lot is, well, i got to have the willpower. I have to have the willpower to not eat that. But it's really not just about the willpower. And it goes back to what do we do with temptation when we have it? Let's go back to a familiar Bible story. You know the story when Jesus was in the wilderness. Right. One of the things that he faced is that Satan was tempting him, and he had to face three temptations. The very first one was the temptation to eat. Now, he'd been fasting. He'd been in the wilderness. He hadn't eaten for 40 days and 40 nights. Do you think you'd be hungry? I would think so, yeah, <laughs> definitely. It would be very tempting to right. want food, and Satan was tempting him mm-hmm. to eat. So he faced a food temptation in the wilderness. And it was a big one. It was probably a lot hungrier than you and I ever are (laughs) when we're facing that kind of temptation. But Satan, who is the tempter, came to him and said, if you're the son of God, command these stones to become bread. So Satan came to him and tempted him with food. Right. What did he answer? He answered, it is written, man shall not live on bread alone, but on every word that comes from the mouth of God. Right. Living on the word. The word is Christ. He talks about himself as the bread of life. And so our hunger is there. But every day we've got to learn to live on him and his word, what he says, who he is. It's a busy time. We started off talking about how busy it is this time of year, Chris. One of the things that's just easy to do is to say, you know what, I'm going to start my day quiet. Maybe put those Christmas tree lights on. Right. Sit by a fireplace or somewhere that's calm, a cozy chair, and say, every day I'm going to spend time with God, I'm going to chew on the Word, and I'm going to be with Him. And when we do that, He changes us. We want you to enjoy the wonderful holiday foods. We don't want you to think that you can never eat anything that's really good. (laughs) But like all things, enjoying is best done when it's in moderation. Remember the tips that we gave you. Stay active and prevent that weight gain that you would regret come January. And we hope we gave you a few tips to do that and that you've learned a few things. Have you learned a few things? A couple, yes. I still have Christmas and New Year's to redeem myself and put this into action. I know we're all going to try. And with the power of the Holy Spirit in us, Mm -hmm. with the gift of Jesus in us and the Word of God, we can overcome any kind of temptation. Well, that's all the time that we have today. Many thanks to our producer, Pam Miller, our man on the street, Derek Battle, our engineer, Caleb Carpenter, and our social media director, Hannah Duke. And thanks, of course, to you, Chris. 
every weekend. You make this a conversation. I appreciate that about you. From all of us here at Faith Radio, we'll talk to you next week. In the meantime, remember, we're doing life together, and it's better when you don't have to do it alone. Well, thanks for listening to this conversation from the Dr. Linda Mintel Show. These podcasts are available because of listener support. You can make a gift now at MyFaithRadio.com. And thanks for sharing this audio link with a friend and helping us grow the impact of the Dr. Linda Mintel Show. Also, take a moment to subscribe to the podcast today at iTunes or your podcast player, and you'll never miss a show.